the red light's on. <laughs> the red light's on. And we're back. So the big question is this. How are leaders like you that recognize people and technology are the backbone of the company they're building continue to make progress when they have no clear idea on how to develop individuals and utilize technology in a way that helps them remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Tom and Michaela, and welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. You know, it's we were talking about this before just a, you know, a few seconds ago, and it's just been, it's been a quick minute. I know. I can't really believe that it's been as long as... I think it's been like four to five weeks since we've podcasted. Yeah, that's I, a minute. You know, we had a few, not a few, I take that back. We had, I think, two of them, maybe two and a half, but they were unusable. Yeah. One of them wasn't bad. The second one, um, it was bad. <laughs> Yeah, we've had better. We've had better. We we've kinda, had better. We had to yank that from the cutting room. That every, I think every second of that podcast made the cutting room floor. I mean, it was just <laughs> like, like nope, 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 nope. And 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 for those of you that watch this podcast, cosmopolitans are not good for these two podcasters. <laughs> not good. No. 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 Maybe there's a blooper reel from that episode. I gotta finish number three so I'm not drinking anymore. Number six. I thought it was number three. I mm, <laughs> nah, <laughs> probably not. Nah, it's not gonna be good. But you know, as I was thinking about that, you know, we said it's been, I mean, it's probably been four to five weeks since we really have done this. And you and I, we've had several conversations about, you know, the reason that we're trying to do this podcast, the reason that, you know, we try to be out there a little bit, you know, the purpose of us trying to continue. And it's just like every day, it's not that we think of an excuse not to do this, but my gosh, I mean, we're, we're up by a quarter to five, five every morning. You're working out. I'm kind of getting ready. We are working by 6.30 in the morning, 6 a.m. Six. And it was just this morning, it was 7.45, and you're like, is it like 11 a.m. yet? Yeah, I, I thought mean, it was like 9 or 10 in the morning. It was. And <laughs> and we go to bed, not late, but definitely not early. No. And we start all over again. And it's like every five minutes of our day is booked by something, a meeting, an issue, um, and, and very proper things, very business-oriented things. Yeah. And we have accomplished a lot in these past five to six weeks. We have. And I'm going to name a few of them. I think you recall, and I think, you know, you should chime up if I'm forgetting something. Okay. But with Soren Group, recently, as of today, we opened a Tampa, Florida office in Dunedin. Mm-hmm. Um, signed a lease, got internet, ordering furniture, desks, paint, um, kind of everything to decorate it like what we're doing here. We are heading down that direction here in four days again. Um, we've had an employee move to that area. We mm-hmm. have hired um, a, another HR person for our company, um, mm-hmm. for Soren Group. Um, we have brought on additional employees. Jason's heart is taking off. We've had 
um, multiple applications that came in for our first round of apprentices, which start July 1st, going through active interviews, phone conversations, kind of who's making the cut. Um, you know, Matt's doing a lot of the legwork with that, but you know, hey, we're so heavily involved. Mm-hmm. We signed formal partnerships with NABHO for Jason's Heart, mm-hmm. um, Nebraska Association of Behavioral Health Organizations. We have formal partnerships with the, the National Council. Um, that was done in the past really month, month and a half. We have formal partnerships with St. Elizabeth Hospital now as a corporate sponsor for Jason's Heart. Um, we're in the process of getting this heart and hustle, you know, brand uh, trademarked with the Department of Trademark People, whatever, <laughs> and that's been a pain in my arse. Yeah. Um, we have been to Moab, Utah for work and fun and jeeping and back again. We had, I think, a trip to back to Tampa inside those six, seven-week time periods. Minnesota. We have been to Minnesota meeting with with clients and customers and and team meetings we've had i can't tell you probably between you and i both darn near close to a hundred to, to probably a hundred ish or so meetings with various customers and clients um employees um vendors partners you know inside the past five weeks we've had um you know typical family issues We've had, you know, nothing bad by any means, but kids and schedules and summertime. And, um, you know, there's just been a lot. And and there's a piece of me where I feel that, like, we should be documenting every day of what we're trying to do. And, but then there's also this piece of me that is like, you know, you don't have to do that to prove to anybody that what you're doing is moving forward. Right. You don't have to showcase yourself online to do this, but I have this innate, this innate, no, no, desire to do that. But then what happens is you then get to the process of doing that, and now you're taking a step back to add more things. You got to do the edits, you got to upload, you got to post, and and you got to get this stuff done. It's a lot of work. But then on the flip hand side, we also, we're, a media company to a degree. So we try to do this for other people. Oh, also we're working with, um, um, vendor partners in the Kansas city area mm-hmm. for Jason's heart and partnering with them. And, and this was some funding and some scholarship things we're working on down there and tons of meetings there. And, and I mean, it's just, it's one thing after another. So it's like, how much do we go into showcasing this? I mean, nothing's, really that private nothing is really that confidential until obviously things happen but you know it it took us three months three and a half four months to to work out the the partnership with saint elizabeth hospital here in lincoln nebraska Mm -hmm. and that's a big deal for jason's heart it's Mm -hmm. taken us six months to get ready for these apprentices that are going to be starting in our company here inside the next three weeks on july 1st it's taking us hours and hours and hundreds of hours of planning and, and getting the team ready for this. Yeah. Hiring new people, bringing new individuals on, bringing on new clients, new, new county governments, more nonprofits, and you know, working on a decent-sized base for our, our Tampa office now and, and, and clients down there and dealing with employees moving halfway across the country and opening up a business there. Um, trying to establish a foothold in Colorado, a foothold in Minnesota. I mean, there's just a tremendous amount of stuff. So 
how do you do that? Not like how, how do you get take time out to document things and not having a full-time movie person behind us doing this? I don't know how you can. And that's, I, I think that's the, that's the question of the night. Should organizations be doing this? Mm, well, I think it goes back to what you said. We, we don't have to showcase this. Like we have nothing to prove to anybody. No, you I don't. think it's a matter of, um, and what we have to put out there. Would anybody be all that interested in anyway? I mean, we're on the phone. We're head down in our laptop half the day. It's it's one of the two, or we're running the customer sites, and a lot of especially my stuff. I can't I can't showcase that. I mean, it's a lot of confidential. Information, no, I, a lot of hard conversations. I so. get it, but I think there's also that that piece of, you know, the, the the commentary in between the calls. You know, I I think that exists, but the the point is is that you know we've been blessed because our organization, you know, we I've always said this, but you could draw, you could you could take our entire book of business, no matter who it is, you know, take take every single client we work with and throw it on the wall over here and write their name on there. And I have the one customer that is still with us, been there since day one, and it all resonates from that client. Mm -hmm. That was the nucleus. And every single client has been connected or interconnected to that original client that's been here. Yeah. Every single one, no matter if it's a sheriff's office in a small town inside of our state of Nebraska, if it's a client in Minnesota, every single client has an origin back to one customer from 1997 and they're still there. Mm -hmm. And we have never needed to actively sell our products and services. We have never needed to actively you know, promote or run ads or do anything for us. Because once we bring on clients, it's like we have a, we have a very strong grip. And actually, I think it's actually more than that. It's not us having a grip. We allow them to hang on tight and they grip. Mm -hmm. And we've been very blessed that way. So I think a lot of people use social media in validating themselves online to others and making sure that People know that they exist, they have a product to sell, and they're into, you know, trying to get their name out there. But there's so much noise in that space now where yeah. I see advertisements for for so many companies. And and if I peeked my head out of the sand for a little bit and looked around and kind of said, hey, who are my competitors in the local area, which we never focus on, we never even look at, I don't even care what they're up to. But if I take my head out and just take a peek at that, most of the ads and the stuff and the content they put out is laughable. Like people saying they do certain things and they really don't because you kind of know the inside story or them, you know, bragging on, you know, their culture or what they're doing. And it's just like smoke and mirrors. But what it comes down to it is that they don't have the same strategy that we have with our clients and our customers. And that strategy I feel that we have has always been the glue that has really made us stick to the individuals that, that we work with or that we serve. And 
so that's why it gets hard for me to think how much self-promotion, how much more content, what should we be doing? And it's not about selling our services or selling our products anymore. It's, it's more about just being, I don't like the word, but transparent of who we are to make people feel welcome into our lives. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's, and I hate that word as well. Um, I think that's where some companies, if not most are, they want to be part of our journey and be there with us. And they're like, Hey, what's next for this company? You know, where, what, what are they doing next? Mm-hmm. Very well could be the case. I don't know, man. I, I just, but then again, too, I also thought about this evening. I, I think we should go live more on, you know, our platforms and Facebook and TikTok and just talk things through and kind of just, you know, practice and, and be, you know, full of tips or tricks and, you know, things that, and, and how we've done it, how we've hacked the system. Because I think as we spoke about, you know, probably four years ago now, like there becomes that breaking point for every small business mm-hmm. where you get inside this, this kill box. Mm-hmm. And I, I use that term from, I think the Avengers or something. I forget the story, but when the Iron Man or whatever they were, they're in the box and all those people are shooting them. Iron Man two or something, they call it the kill box. But there, but there's, there, there's a point where, where people go to die. Businesses and, go to die. Yeah, yeah. Businesses go to die. And, and you get to a certain point where, you know, too many customers, not enough staff, too much staff, not enough process, you know, and it's just, it's just, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And you have to get past that. Mm-hmm. And we were in that kill box, I think, for probably maybe eight to 13 months. Mm-hmm. It was about a year. It was rough. It was really rough. And there were days where you're just not excited anymore. You're just like, my goodness sakes, we're here and we're not going to die. But every day was just like, it was a punch in the gut. Yeah. It and, was rough. And you take on that with you know, personal issues and family issues that you and I both have dealt with or are dealing with and, and trying to, you know, layer that on top of it. Plus, you know, raising kids and family and payroll and everything else. It's just like, wow. And I wish now, I, I honestly wish I could go back and, and watch it again and sit back <laughs> on the bleachers. I'm okay and, with just leaving it back there. <laughs> well, I, I know that, but I see, but I think, and that's what you had said a few seconds ago, what you know a minute or so ago what could possibly interest others and i think it's that documentary like that honest and open feeling of like this is real it's almost like the truman show was that the show with jim carrey yes yeah and it's just like it's just being watched people are tuning in yeah and i always go um there was a movie back in the 80s with christian slater um was it like pump up the volume or something or i have no friends license and even if i did have a license all i could do is drive out to some stupid mall maybe if i'm lucky play some fucking video games smoke a joint and get stupid you see there's nothing to do anymore everything decent's been done all the great themes have been used up turned into theme parks so i don't really find it exactly cheerful to be living in the middle of a totally like exhausted decade where there's nothing to look forward to and no one to look up to. It was something like that where, where he was a radio host, but his mm-hmm. voice was disguised mm-hmm. and people just listened and gravitated towards him because he just talked real all the time. 
There wasn't anything made up. There wasn't any, you know, theatrics of him dancing around or cuts or flips or anything else. It was just his voice. Yeah. And I think that we do have something to offer. We have this whole life story, things that we're doing now in, you know, in Florida with things that we're trying to set up, the things that we're, we're building and growing and adding staff and, you know, having, you know, three to four more employees be with it, not employees of Soren Group, obviously, but these apprentices coming through Jason's Heart, which we're highly tied to um, inside of our facilities here inside the next three weeks, getting them ready to go, documenting their journey. And that is something that we have promised to some of our corporate sponsors is that we're going to be documenting their journey on their channel. And it's going to be like a daily show of some sort of, of those individuals. Mm-hmm. But the time, the effort, the energy required to do that is just insane. It is. That's a full-time job in and of itself, honestly. It is. So. it is. So it's like, but it's something that I think people do want to see. I mean, we're not a big company. No, we're not. But we're not a small company either in terms of the amount of stuff that we have going on right? and the amount of, I'm not going to say chaos. That's not the right word. But Some people feel it is. <laughs> there's just, there's, and I don't mean like there's that cliche, oh, we're really busy. And then there's a the piece where you just see it in like the eyes of the people saying, you know, like we're really busy, but we've had, you know, people, you know, like Mitch, he's a new employee to the company. He's been here now for about a, was this the second week? This, this is the second week. Second yeah. Week. And, yes. and, and he's a, you know, 13 year veteran in it and he's been around the block and I think it was his fourth day here. I think he told you or somebody told you, I forget, but you mentioned to me that, that he made a comment that it was like, wow, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from someone that's been in the industry for 14 or 13 years and has worked for fortune 500 companies and large manufacturing companies with 800 people. And it's just like we're busier than he was in those big environments yeah. with more stuff going on and more things to do. And he's like, Holy crap, you got you. It's no joke. You guys are just going. <laughs> we try to warn everybody when we interview them yeah, and we are like so upfront and they're like, Oh yeah, I well, love busy. <laughs> well, well you walk into the coop in downtown Lincoln and the nest here, or what soon to be is the roost, <laughs> more to determine on that, in Tampa. And, and you walk into a very subtle environment. You know, it's the right lighting, the right, um, you know, the right decor. It's calm. It's relaxing. Um, Josh Vendetti radio is going in the back with me. I mean, it's just, it's very soothing. And I sat there today for you know, four or five hours in the office with the team, which doesn't happen a lot, but I was there today for quite a long time. And outside the phone's ringing, everybody's just working, doing their thing. And if, if you're sitting inside that environment, mm-hmm. pretty quiet. But if you watch the chats, the emails, the tickets, the support, um, everything that's going on behind the scenes and people have things muted, but it's it sounds like it's freaking Las Vegas in there. Ding 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 ding. ding. And then I mean, and and they're just going doing their thing, and 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 keep them up, you know, doing high fives. People are coming and going and doing their thing, but it's not like it's, you know, 
like like a racetrack. It's just it's just people are just going. And I thought about today as I was sitting there. It's just like ducks on water. It's like they look like you're just cruising along, but those little feet are going like crazy. Oh, yeah. So it's it's crazy, and um, so I understand how there can be confusion. Yeah. So. It's, it's busy. There's a lot going on, a lot happening all the time. So, but I think, and I'm not. Gonna, I don't have anything to draw with, of course. But it's just like, you know, we have, we have this this podcast, this vlog, or whatever we're, we're trying to do here, and and we have our audience, and we have everything in the middle of there from, you know, this camera and the setup and the gear and the mics and everything else. And there's there's going to be a point where it's like, I just want to get what we have to say, out to our audience with the least effort possible, like not the big edits, not all the gear and everything else, good stuff, good quality, good content, but get it into the ears because I think what we have to say, what we have to do does make a difference to some. In fact, I had a comment the other day from somebody um, and said, Hey Tom, when, when's the next podcast coming out? Because I've been really kind of missing it. And I'm like, huh, Really, and and you don't hear that a lot because, yeah, and even at our stage, people are like, you know, it's 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 nice to hear because people are wondering when it's going to come out, hmm. and I like it, and I think that we have together manufactured sometimes excuses for not just coming out and doing it. I mean, we live right here. <laughs> There's a walk that's like thirty-five, maybe fifty foot from our garage door to the nest. We have a beautiful environment surrounding backdrops. We can do anything we want. We have drones. We have high-end cameras. We have nice mics. We have everything we need from, from GoPro heroes for multiple sets, wow. big cameras, small cameras, DSLRs, everything in the world to produce what I would be considered really good content. We have editing software. We have... Online shop, we, we have everything in the world to do everything we need. It's just that you and I are not talking. Because and, we're very busy taking care of everybody else's, our clients' needs. Like it are. is one issue after another. We are. And, and, and part of that is... And our know, employees. Yes. And, but... I also think I make this grave mistake. I feel that, you know, not to be critical, you make this grave mistake, but there is so much of that busy work in between of what we're trying to do that is taking the lion's share, but it's also the least valuable stuff for you and I. True. I would agree. So it's just like we want to know the vision and the process to get there and everything in the middle is just junk. Like filling out that form, <laughs> making sure that thing's done. 90% of your day, if not 95% of your day, can be delegated. I was about ready to break down on you this morning when I, you, you I, I mean, it was like 5.30 or 6.30 this morning and I'm filling out a stupid form and it's just like, those this form was vital it was crucial it was important i had to get it done but take that times a hundred and i'm constantly just it's uh -huh. that busy work that is constantly it's, keeping me from doing yeah these types of things well and and as we said in the beginning here you know we have employees that are moving to florida there are certain forms 
that you have to have filled out um, for the state to have, you know, employees or doing business inside of the, the state of Florida or Colorado or having employees in Utah. And there's, you know, there's certain things a company has to do to stay registered with that state. And there's a lot of just busy paperwork that has to happen. It's meaningless, but it has to happen. <laughs> it's totally meaningless. So like, it's, really, so, you need this signature and, and verification. For and then everybody gives you forms that are not editable half the time. So then you have to go and edit them and print them off. And it's just like, but back to our point, circle all the way back. I think we need to start being more diligent about documenting this process. No longer podcasting to podcast to talk about something, but documenting the process and whether that ends up being little shorts or tidbits or, um, you know, you're in the heart of it episodes, um, but more live stream and not so much just the, the edits. I think the long ones are good for edits, but just running live on Facebook or Instagram or reels and just posting and let it fly. Because what gets hard is the edits and the time commitment, music, backgrounds, everything. I still think there's a time and place for certain things like this podcast. But I think all the micro content, all the little stuff, there is zero reason not to really just go live with some of it. And then on the long form stuff, take it as more as a, you know, an edit and modify it accordingly for some things. But my goodness sakes, just start. Well, we can now enter into couples therapy because you know how I love <laughs> Facebook. You know how I love talking to the camera. You know how I love, oh, just turn on your phone and record. Record what? You record that. <laughs> you start talking. Ugh. I mean, you know, when we used to talk on the phone, I mean, we used to talk on the phone a lot. I mean, heck, I, okay, I'll see you. I'm on my way to work. Bye, hon. Kissy, kissy. And then I, I take off work. I get down the driveway and I call you. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I yeah. I mean, it's just, there's a voice. So, I don't know. Okay. We'll see how it goes. For those of you that watch this podcast, let me know your thoughts. For those of you that know me or those of you that, no, Michaela, text us, shoot us a message. Um, let us know your thoughts. Do you, do you want to kind of see that side of our lives? Um, that's what this podcast or this vlog was always going to be about was the lives of us. Yeah, it was. And, uh, I just think it's time. No time like the present, right? Yep. I, I guess so. <laughs> Let's there do it. <laughs> well, do me a favor, everybody. Check out jasonsheart.org. Um, it's a nonprofit that we completely support. We're really behind, um, not really behind, but really, really behind the organization. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, just uh, smash that like button on Jason's heart. Love to have more followers there and uh, more, more content. Um, so anyhow, talk to you guys later and, uh, I guess have a good night and yeah. maybe tomorrow's the day we start. Okay. <laughs> good night. Bye.